Alright boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host Rafael Matuszewski and today I am going solo and just like always I am going to do some shout outs to the top three cities listening to my show currently. Number one, I am really excited to announce that my city, Langley, British Columbia in Canada is my top listen city. Now I think the reason why um, locally people are listening to my podcast is that I started using the hashtag of LangleyBC in all my freaking posts and I think people are starting to jump on to my podcast so hopefully all the local trainers and people that are trying to get better at fitness and health is benefiting from my podcast. Number two is from Oakland, California. Number three is San Francisco in California. And I just want to mention that number six is from my home country, Poland, in the city of Warsaw. And again, that is another clear example of how hashtags work in Instagram because I started using um, the hashtag Poland, uh, Polish boy, and Warsaw Poland. So my actually secondary goal is to reach the coaches out in Poland because fitness and health is starting to become really popular. And if you listen to my um, interview with Dr. John Russin, I actually asked him when he went to Poland to present, you know, how you know, far along are the coaches there, and he said in his opinion, they're actually 10 years behind when it comes to strength and conditioning, so that's my other goal to uh, help educate the people out in Poland from my home country to give them the best information out there. Um, So today what I want to talk about is low back pain. Um, You know, Every single one of us will deal with some sort of low back pain. I think the stat nowadays is out of four out of five people, they've all experienced low back pain in some shape or form. Now, low back pain is an interesting topic. Like, I am heavily, heavily influenced by Stu McGill. Uh, If you do not know who he is, I highly suggest you search him up on line as he has I think four or five books when it comes to uh, lower back health and back health in general but how I approach back pain is what is your brain doing that wants to cause a signal down to your injured area of your low back and tells you that hey when you do this motion it hurts and then the other caveat that you should think about is what your language of other people influence you because it plays a huge role of how your brain interprets pain if you went to a physio or chiro and they tell you have a bad back now your brain is associating everything from that one sentence that you will have back pain that The moment you think of bending over, you're like, oh my god, this is going to hurt my back. The brain has a lot of input of how you feel. It's just like 
you know, when people are nervous to go do a public speaking thing, if they keep thinking about, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, mess up, I'm going to, like, puke on stage, I have all this anxiety, most likely your, you know, presentation is going to go to shit. If you, you know, the 15 minutes before your presentation were like, I'm going to fucking rock this, everyone's going to love my presentation, I'm the best presenter in the world, I'm blah, 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 most likely your presentation is going to do pretty well. So when it comes to pain, it's all about different inputs. And I wanted to bring up a, almost like a case study because I had an opportunity to do an assessment on a individual where she had a lot of stuff going on in her lower back. So one of the coaches that I know asked me if I could do this assessment on their client and give some training recommendations. And then I was like, yep, yeah, sure, no problem. Send me all the info you have. And I get uh, a copied email from, I believe, the neurosurgeon that this individual was uh, looking to for help because she's considering surgery, but the surgeon suggested, you know, for the next six months, do some active rehab, massage, chiro, physio, whatever, to see if if your back pain improves. And if it doesn't, then we'll look down the surgery route. Um, So... I get this copied email of what's going on, and she basically has, and I quote, bleeding herniated discs from L5 to L1. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And, you know, I told the coach, I'm like, I don't know what I want to do other than, like, what a physio or a chiro can. I'm like, I'm just a coach. Like, I literally tell people I am a glorified PE teacher that makes people move. But, um... I was like, yeah, sure, I'll bring her in. I'll do whatever I can. And, you know, she comes in, and she's literally walking like the Tin Man. And she, her background is um, bodybuilding. So she's a fairly fit individual other than her messed up discs. Um, So I told her, I'm like, okay, I don't know what we're going to find here. Probably everything's going to hurt. And we'll just go through it and if anything hurts we'll stop the movement and we'll move on to the next one she's like yep no problem um also mention i asked her like you know what recovery stuff she's doing and she goes to massage she finds relief from it when she goes to chiro it feels worse when she goes to physio it feels worse i'm like okay um just keep that in your mind So we go about the assessment, and I find that her. I do three repetitions for every single movement I use in my assessment tools. And first rep, horrible. Second rep, got a little bit better. By the third repetition, I'm like, you move actually pretty well. I was like, okay, this doesn't really make sense. Because she says she's literally in pain all the freaking time. And then when I gave her a movement where she had to fig- like think about it and engage certain muscles, she was able to move through it pretty much pain-free other than it's like, yeah, I can just feel it. It's there. I'm like, okay. And we f- kept going through the assessment, and we get to the toe touch. And I'm like, okay, fuck. Most likely she's going to feel pain here. I'm like, okay, we're going to do the toe touch. And at, at any time you feel the slightest signal of pain, we're going to stop and move on. She's like, yep, no problem. I'm like, okay, knees locked out, feet together, touch your toes. She bends down, palms to the frickin' floor, stays there. I'm like, do you have pain? No. 
Like, what the fuck? She comes back up, and imagine if you're coming back from a toe touch, right about where her hands gets to her kneecaps, she's like, yeah, I can kind of feel something in my lower back. I'm like, okay. And then um, I do a cat camel assessment from the FRC, and the premise behind that is to unravel your spine one segment at a time to see if you can send you know the signal from your brain down to your muscle to do what it tells you and she's trying to do the cat camel and i'm like yep whenever you're ready she's like aren't i doing it i'm like no you physically have not moved and you know i don't like saying this term but people understand it like her erectors all of her back muscles have essentially turned off right like she's her brain sending the signal to her muscles in her back and pelvis and everything to do a cat camel position but it's literally not wanting to do the movement and i was like okay there's a disconnect and then when she got up she's like oh man my back is cramping i'm like lower back she's like mid back i'm like all right so that gives me a sure tell sign that because your back is cramping you sending that message to the muscle to do you know, flexion and extension, and you haven't done that in a while, and your muscle's like, what the fuck are you trying to ask me to do? I'm just going to cramp then. That's what happened there. I'm like, okay. So she has pretty good movement patterns pain-free. I'm like, you could still train. So remember, she's coming from a bodybuilding background where it's like, you know, bicep curls and front squats with arms crossed and all that kind of crap. I'm like, you need to go back to the foundations. And the other thing I wanted to note is I also assess people's breathing. Breathing is freaking huge. Your diaphragm is connected right directly into those hip flexors. If your diaphragm's not functioning properly, it's most likely tightening up those hips, and which will give that anterior pelvic tilt, which she had. And you know, you add all these things together. I'm like, no wonder you have freaking low back pain. We just need to like learn how to relax that. And bodybuilding, the sport, if you ever go to a show or if you see a bodybuilder doing a photo shoot, they are stiffening up so hard to stay in those poses for a long period of time. It's really hard for those kind of athletes to relax. And that's where a lot of low back pain comes from, is from just creating so much tension. Now, Stu McGill does coach tension and bracing, but only at certain times and percentages. He doesn't want people walking around like the Tin Man, like this woman. He wants them to create tension and relax at certain points of time during an exercise. So I told her, I'm like, you need to work on the basics, like foundational movement patterns. If you want to squat with weight, go down to the bare bones so i told her like an easy one i give to people who are super broken like this is you know go on a quadruped position hands and knees and this you know shift your butt back and forward it might not be the hardest exercise like you're training the pattern in your brain that hey i want to squat so give me the allowance to do so and then as you repeat this process where you keep sending your body into that you know rock back squat position the brain's going to be like okay your brain and nervous system they are connected they're going to be like okay you've been asking for the movement pattern of the squat i'm going to be able to give this to you 
And then from there, I would go into a half kneel position, start doing exercise in a half kneel position to add that hip stability and core stability without any pain. And then from there, let's stand up and maybe just do a TRX assisted squat. And I try to educate her that, you know, you need to work the foundation before you get into the fancy stuff. So maybe this year, take a year off from bodybuilding and just focus on good quality movement and feel better. Now, her brain is literally and nervous system sending all these signals into her body that, you know, certain movements hurt in your low back. So we're going to shut them all off. And now biomechanically, your body's going to move the way it shouldn't. And that's the reason why she was walking like a tin man, because her body's like, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that because it's going to cause pain. But if you reteach the body biomechanically to squat, lunge, row, push up, and all those different movement patterns without pain, the nervous system and brain will be like, hey, there was no pain this time. Maybe we're okay to do this again. So I told her, I'm like, focus on the stuff that works, eliminate the exercises that bug you, and find pain-free movement and practice that. Combine that with a massage, and I told her, maybe just go into a pool, waist deep, and just walk laps. So it's not weight-bearing, so you're still moving. And then six months down the road, if your pain on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like you can't get up because literally your whole body is destroyed and 1 being like you're going to go for a sprint and pain, be pain-free after, and she's at typically an 8 or 9, and then after six months of doing what I just suggested, she goes down to like a 7, 6. I'm like, you're on the right track. Maybe you don't even need surgery. And if you listen to Dr. John Russin, like 99% of the people who have low back pain don't need surgery because what inevitably will happen is that person gets surgery and they're going to go back to the same biomechanics of shitty sitting, form at the gym and everything, and then the back pain is going to come back. You know, you need to actually put in the effort to get rid of low back pain. Just because you have one day without low back pain, then... That doesn't mean you fixed it. That problem will come back. That message will come back to your brain saying, hey, this hurts. I'm not going to do that. So the couple things that I always look at is for the foundation is adding small movement patterns like that squat rock back. And the big one that I've been advocating a lot to my clients and anyone in pain is breathing. Breathing is so important. Like a like the assessment I do, I literally put one hand on someone's belly and one hand on their chest. I'm like, okay, I want you to do three deep breaths for me. And everybody's chest goes right up and then back down. Everyone's chest breather, breathers, they don't know how to breathe through their diaphragm. I'm like, okay, this next one, I want you to breathe in to your bottom hand on your belly only. And they're like almost confused. Like they're, they're like, I have to think about this. I'm like, yeah, because you haven't trained that pattern of breathing in a very long time. And then the next step is like not just pushing your belly out like you're trying to get fat, but you know, your your whole abdomen area, like you want to think it's a cylinder and you should be able to fill it all out. Like in another assessment I get uh, people with back pain is, okay, cool, you can only uh, you know do belly breathing, but how about putting your two thumbs right on your external obliques and now breathe into those two thumbs? And you might find that maybe the right side only expands and the left side does nothing. And it's like, okay, what's going on there? And then the next step is 
putting your two thumbs that you had on your obliques like right mid back and if you take a deep breath you should be able to feel you know your erectors and all the musculature in your back push against your two thumbs if that doesn't happen then we still have a breathing issue the next step to layer on top of that let's get into a bird dog position and do the same thing breathe through your belly breathe through your obliques breathe in your back this is the stuff that people overlook when it comes to back pain and even just regular training think about you know if you hit a plateau in your deadlift squad or just strength training in general retest yourself see if you can breathe properly and then use that breathing technique and then the bracing technique that Stu McGill puts on to you know get yourself to the next level and then next thing that I wanted to bring up like I had a single solo episode about women's health going to a pelvic floor physio and just getting tested to see if you can turn on your TA and not brace with your oblique and your internal and external oblique this all is a huge huge puzzle and these are the pieces that you're missing this is what you need to put in so I highly highly suggest anyone who has back pain or has a client with back pain listen to what I just said go dig deeper into some information from Stuart McGill and look at maybe seeing a pelvic floor physio because it's all related so hopefully I didn't ramble on too much and this gave you some sort of idea or a place to start when it comes to back pain and if anyone honestly has any questions thoughts concerns like feel free to reach out to me like I love answering emails and um, answering emails and messages. Sorry, like I thought someone was at my door knocking and my dog started barking a little bit. Um, emails, messages on Facebook, Instagram, whatever have you. I like answering them because I always want to help as many people as possible. If you are at all curious or was like I don't really know what you meant by that thing that you said earlier let me know and I will elaborate as much as you want so I'm going to end it off here hopefully you got something out of it and again please 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 share this podcast with your friends and family your clients your brother your sister your mother your father everybody to grow this thing as big as possible and I'm going to continue giving you the best information about fitness health weight loss and random stuff like geese interrupting my show or my favorite netflix show um and that's it until next time you guys